0: 2022 will be an incredible year. With all the goals that we have set for this year, it will take at least five more managers to accomplish everything. So if you are focused and driven and you are the type of person that likes to make a positive difference in people's lives, please give us a call at 724 638 7588 or Check us out at youngentrepreneur.biz And again, the number was 724-638-7588 the website is youngentrepreneur.biz The Bible is the single most important book that has ever been written. The creator of the universe gave us a playbook on how to live in his universe and the laws that govern it. On this podcast, we will explore what the Bible says on money success, business, leadership, influence, relationships, and any other area that we discover may help us in business. So join us to discover the amazing wisdom of the Bible and how we can use it to grow our business and to improve our life. So today I want to talk a little bit about uh, what I believe like the purpose of money is as a Christian. What's the purpose of going out and And earning money and what's the purpose of being in business. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about uh, money overall, as far as, uh, especially from those who are Christians, Um, they'll read the Bible and they will say things like, um, money is the root of all evil, or somehow it is wrong to be rich, or it is wrong to make a lot of money. And I'd like to just talk a little bit about some of those things um, and kind of use uh, some uh, Bible references to kind of... uh, Explain what I'm talking about. For example, um, they talk about money uh, is a root of all evil. When in fact, it says the love of money is a root of all evil. I believe that money is basically is neither good nor bad in and of itself, um, but it has the power. It basically multiplies what kind of person you already are, um, and. Um, I think that if uh, if good people have lots of money, they tend to do a lot of good things with it. And so I think that is just something that I think that a lot of Christians have a, a little bit of a misconception about. So I want to talk a little bit about money today. I'd like to start off with, uh, you know, the Bible says that uh, work with your hands that you have to give to the poor. That's not directly what it says. But I think that we have to kind of look at the purpose of money. What What's the point of going out and working hard? And what's, what's the point? And We are really truly stewards of what God has given us. We're not necessarily the ones earning the money, so to speak. We are doing it as a steward. And a steward is basically a manager of a business. And if you're a manager of a business, you do everything in your power to make that you run that business in a very strong, great way that uh, the owner of the business would profit. And that you gain the loyalty and respect of the person who owns the company. That is what we are. God owns everything in life like we must understand that the if we as a christians god is overall he is the boss he is the owner so to speak and we are just the stewards we are just the managers of what he has given us and so i want to talk a little bit along kind of along that line and i think that if we have the correct perception of money if you are a manager of a business would the owner commend you for earning less than the maximum possibility. And I think that if we understand, I don't really think that that is the point. What is the purpose of the business? If the purpose of the business is to do roofing, for example, since I'm a roofer, I would talk from a roofing background. I think that we have to then look at it and say, you know, what's the purpose of the business? I would say, look, if the purpose is to do roofing, you do the absolute best job you can on every job you can, and you do as many roofs as you can, you help as many customers as you can. If the purpose is to earn money, if the purpose is to do roofs, whatever the purpose is, we should do that to our maximum efficiency. Profit should not come first, but without profit is impossible to run a business. So profit is like a foundation, like making money is not necessarily the goal of the business. It is the byproduct, but without the byproduct of successful service or without the byproduct of doing what you're called to do, what's what's the point of the business? Then it is impossible to be in business. And I think that as a steward of God, I don't think that God is pleased when we do less than our maximum ability. The Bible also says to him to know to do good and doeth it not to him in his sin. I think it's just important that we kind of recognize that and that we that we say, Look, whatsoever's you know, whatever we know to do good that we should do to our fullest potential. I just think that God created us to be successful and to be to create something special. And then in the New Testament, it also, uh, a lot of people get uh, confused about when it says, uh, sell what you have and give to the poor. It's the rich young ruler comes to Jesus and says, um, you know, he had great possessions. And Jesus said, uh, and he said to Jesus, like, I have done everything. I have followed all the rules I've done. I have followed the law. I'm basically, I'm all I'm all right. But see, Jesus saw his heart and seen that he had the love of possessions or the love of money or the love of whatever he had. And he said, Sell what thou hast and give to the poor, and thou wilt have treasure and come and follow me. And so a lot of people then think that we now have to sell everything that we have and give to the poor. But the problem is we're not, and I don't think we're understanding what he's saying. Because it also says in another place, he that does not provide for his family and those of his own household is an infidel and has left the faith. So I have to think we have to kind of reconcile the two verses together and say, okay, what, what, what exactly is the message that Jesus was talking about when he was telling the rich young ruler, sell what you have and give to the poor. First off, it doesn't say sell all that you have. It just says, sell what you have. And I think that 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 is also the same verse. It also says, work with your hands so that you have to give to the poor. And I think if we kind of take these three verses together, and we see it says, work with your hands so that you have to give to the poor. The rich young ruler should use his skills and his his knowledge of business or his knowledge of however he got acquired the money he's currently has and that he so that he could raise more money so that good purposes would be able to be done i think that that was what he was talking about i don't think he was talking about that he should sell everything it just sells sell what you have it doesn't sell all that you have and i think that we need to sell the sales the skills and the uh, resources that God has given us or entrusted to us as a steward, we use those things and we take those things and we use it for his kingdom and for his, uh, his glory and what he has planned. I think if that's what he was talking about. That's more or less what I want to talk about a little bit is just, just that. I um, also want to turn to Proverbs 22. Um, look, at, uh, look at a few verse here. Proverbs 22, verse one, it says a good name is rather be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. Verse four, it says by humility and fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. And I think that the first verse, it says a good name is rather be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. Understanding what life is all about is really important understanding that there are things way more important than money. We should still earn as much as we can, but there are certain things that must become priority over money. Having a good name, not being dishonest, and it says loving favor rather than silver and gold, and having a family that loves you is, is sometimes much more valuable than, than putting an extra two hours in to, to earn a little bit extra money. And verse 4 it says, By humility and fo- fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Understanding what he's trying to say, Being humble, first off, people with a huge ego tend to miss opportunity, tend to miss what God has planned or, or, or they tend to miss opportunity. And by not being humble, their eyes are not going to be open for things that God may be trying to bless them with. And it says, and the fear of the Lord are riches in honor of the life. And so the fear of the Lord, I believe, is understanding the consequences of sin and understanding that when we mess up consistently, it it has results. There are consequences for those things. I just think that it's important that we understand the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is not being cowering under the fact that God's going to beat us down with a club, but understanding that when we anger him or when we in, then when we mess up, if we do not repent for that, if we do not straighten our life up and we don't try to live right, then it's impossible for him to bless us and we will reap the consequences of our, of our actions. Deuteronomy verse 28, uh, verse 12 and 13. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure and the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations and thou shalt not borrow and the Lord shall make thee the head, not the tail. Thou shall be above only, and thou shall not be beneath. If thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. And that's way back in the very beginning of the Bible. God gave us that commandment. If we hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and do them, so God will open unto us His good treasure and the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in His season to bless all the work of thine hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Being extremely successful, I think that God desires us to be so truly successful, but we must also hearken to His commandments. We must also be willing to obey His, what His will is. We don't defraud people. We're not dishonest. We go the second mile. These things. These things are a prerequisite to being successful in life. And so I just think that it's important that we understand that God does want to bless us. And he has so much plans for us. He has so much. He desires so much for us to be successful in life, so much more than we can even know. We must be willing to also listen to the commandments of, of the Lord and With every promise, with every thing that he wants to give us, there is also a condition. There's really two things. Obey the commandments of of God, which is just hearken unto the commandments of the Lord, thy God. And it also says that to have the fear of the Lord. And the Bible talks quite a bit about the fear of the Lord. So those are some things to to think about. I just want to share that with you guys and hope you guys are having an amazing day. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us. If you have suggestions or comments, or would like to have more information, visit jacobdlee.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.